I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. How you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 630 We'll have coverage of the Texas Rangers and Houston Astros coming up at that time uh, on both Double T 97.3 for the Rangers broadcast and 100.7 the score for the Astros broadcast. Uh, that series tied at two games apiece. Uh, still waiting for a, uh, a home team to emerge victorious. I'm sure if you're a Rangers fan, you're quite fine with that trend uh, uh, continuing tonight. Uh, but a decisive game seven tonight. Winner goes to the fall classic. Uh, Gus, Clint, how are you guys going? I am fired up, my friend. I'm fired up for game seven. I'm fired up for Red Raider soccer. Trying to win a Big 12 championship. Right. Yeah, two uh, two titles on the line tonight. Fired up. Yeah, right. heck yeah. Big all... 12 soccer championship and the American League pennant. All comes down to this. It's a great night to have uh, two screens that I can access at the same time. I am ready. Paolo says this, uh, well, how's everyone this afternoon? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm really good. I'm fired up. We got they got big sports on tonight. Am I, uh, am I missing something there? I'm on day four with no glasses. Uh, How I've, you doing? I've, I've um... You weren't here on Friday. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Are you so in the midst of a... I woke up on Friday morning, and I normally keep my glasses on the uh, sofa table, mm-hmm. kind of by where our bedroom door is. So kind of out of... You're not waking up to them. You have to no, walk into no, the other yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. So remember, that the last thing that I do before I go to bed is, is put those there. Anyways, uh, w- one of the dogs... Oh, like knocked them off and they uncool. were broken. Uncool. And so I already had an eye doctor appointment on the books for this Tuesday. And my mm-hmm. prescription has changed a lot over yeah. the last five months, which is something I've talked about before. And so I didn't want to rush out and just get another pair of sun, or of, of glasses with the same old prescription because it was going to be not up to date. So I just kind of resolved to suck it up until Tuesday, tomorrow. So I had an old pair of glasses that I brought with me on Friday, but they were so old that it didn't really help much. So I'm just rolling around with my so sunglasses. I, I wore my sunglasses inside pretty much all weekend. Oh, <laughs> well, you walked into with them here, yeah. and I thought, well, all right. But I, th- I knew you'd had trouble with that one eye. So uh. yeah, because these are at least uh, current <laughs> as of like June, so they're yeah. not that far off. I f- I feel you. My uh, we we were at a at a bar, kind of an outdoor deal watching some football went went to a place a sports bar thing and just sitting there and it's like i'm here and my son's here and you're, you're this girl and you know we'd all been sitting there drinking beer or whatever and somewhere in there she got the idea that we were from tech or lubbock or whatever she goes oh i went to tech she goes i'm from lubbock cooper you know so you're at a sports bar. so we're get to talking like 
Once you go to high school, you know, Brooks Coronado, I'm on a ranch. He's like, oh, we can't be friends. We, you know, we got to fight. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, it was just joking around. I was like, hey, if you decide to kick my rear end, just let me take my glasses off first. Just don't mess up the glasses. It's all that. You know, that. so I, I'm doing the same thing you are. Like, hey, I don't I don't want to even try that deal. Yeah. It's, first it's, time I've ever had a pair of glasses broken. I've had a pretty good run. Yeah. Um. I'm in the, the wife of a good run. Corey yeah. Hart all weekend just to kind of bust my chops. <laughs> nice, I like that. There's your cue. There's your bumper yeah. so music like when, right there. The, the 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 when I watched the tech game on Saturday, lying on the couch watching that abomination, wearing sunglasses. Nice. Yeah, which made it even worse. Um, some thoughts rolling in on the EH Flooring Center chat line. Uh, you too can join in at double t ninety seven three Someone says. Allow me to be the first to say, and then they did like six laughing emojis. Um, someone else says, the only football team on campus resides at the Walker. Um, somebody else, of course, those pansy baseball players need seven games to decide a championship. God forbid they have to be clutch in a one-and-done scenario. That's why football will always be the best <laughs> sport. Wow. Really? Uh, somebody else. <laughs> Steaming hot garbage on Saturday. I know y'all aren't going to criticize coaches by name, so I'll ask, what do you think needs to change? That's from Duff in Houston. Get quarterbacks healthy. We'll start with that. Yeah, I mean, I need to go around, though. But, yeah. Listen, I, I don't I, – one, right, let's just say this right off the bat. I think I think that you are an idiot, and this could be anybody out there listening – or in this, you know, building. You are an idiot if you are single, singling out any one person for blame, right? In terms of, hey, it's, that, it's all Zach Kittley's fault, or it's all McGuire's fault, or it's all, uh, you know, Tim DeRuder's fault, or it's all Jake Strong's fault, etc. You've got 85 scholarship players. You've got 10 coaches. Uh, you've got a head coach. It is a collective failing here when you lose a game. Very rarely... Can you nail it down to one thing, right? Whether it's officiating, right, or quarterback play or defense or whatever. The, the, the Baylor game in 2019 is one of the very few instances where you can kind of single-handedly point at one thing that lost you the game. And that was when the refs blew that call. Mm. Um, so, listen, do I think that your offense under offensive coordinator Zach Kittley has been good this year? No, period. I don't think that I've hidden that fact um, over the course of – the season is it entirely Zach Kittley's fault that the offense that he coordinates is not effective? No. Are there things under his control that he could have done better? Yes. Are there things out of his control that have have significantly impacted the performance of his units, namely quarterback injuries? Absolutely. I think it's perfectly fair to acknowledge both of those things. Um, has the defense been great this year? No. Um, have they been okay? Yeah. Uh, could they have helped you a lot more on Saturday by forcing some turnovers? Uh, yeah. Could the special teams have helped you a lot more on Saturday by scoring, by blocking a punt, something like that? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, if it makes you feel better for me to say coaches' names, we can do that. But it's it would be disingenuous because I don't think that it's any one person's fault or any, you know, two people's fault or whatever. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that uh... – I don't think you'd get any any semblance of that out of, out of those those guys. I think they would all own own what's going on. I mean, you're to to your point to broaden the conversation away from what seems to be the only thing that can be talked about the 
yeah, the the turnover margin, I believe the last two weeks, 8-0. So you haven't created a one. Uh, playing the, the worst rushing team in Power 5, and you give up a 55-yard gash to start the game. Right? 55? Yeah. 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 And and 100-and-something yards after giving up 270 last week. Yeah, there's a lot to go on there. More Tech Talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double G 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? Happy Monday. Thank you for making us part of your afternoon with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6.30. We'll have Game 7 of the ALCS coming up at 6.30 on Double T 97.3. Rangers broadcast and 100.7 The Score Astros broadcast. Um, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, let's see. Is it just me or is it setting up for Michigan to win the championship and Harbaugh to ride off in the sunset to the NFL? I mean, they, they look really good. They haven't quite played anybody yet. That will start picking up here before too long. Um, it would be really interesting if they did win a national championship or even played for one um, with the uh, the cloud of this um, sign-stealing scandal hanging over the program. More details of that were revealed today. And it, uh, it frankly, it makes Spygate and even the Astros <laughs> sign-stealing stuff look a little bit tame in terms of its scope. But we can talk about that later on in the show or tomorrow. Um, I'm sure more folks want to talk tech football here. Uh, this in the chat line from T-Money806. I remember a time when Tech could walk across university to the 7-Eleven on the corner and pick up a quarterback. Um, this in the chat line, why are our quarterbacks injured year after year? Unlucky. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I've had people tell me just in passing, or to run in the quarterback too much, like, hey, Morton's injury last year, Morton's injury this year. Uh, both just running out of, you know, just dancing out of the pocket. Uh, Shuck's injury while he did take off and run it a bunch. Uh, you know, at certain points, I, I'll, I think I'll always remember him running for a crap ton of yards and touchdowns and all that in the bowl, in the bowl game. Did it against Oregon. But his injury was, you know, escaping the pocket, you know, just getting rolled up. I mean, I don't I – don't, again, I think that's the difference between the, the chronic and the acute. This isn't something that these guys all – None of them worked out this summer or whatever else. It's, you know, broken bones and hits to throwing arms and that kind of stuff. I mean, if we want to assign, I don't know, blame, if we want to identify a reason, I think you could say that maybe your O-line hasn't been very good, right? I don't think it's the only reason. I think mainly it's just bad luck. Um, But I think if your offensive line ha- had been better, over the last five years, you wouldn't have had as many quarterback injuries. But as you said, um, you know, a lot of these injuries are fairly um, unremarkable in terms of, of how you ended up that way. It's not like, you know, some massive blindside block that everyone in the stadium winces after or, you know, you're running some triple option, you know. So, um mostly bad luck you know wish your old line was better this in the chat line uh well one thing is official today 
This station officially hates Texas Tech football. Quiet, clear. <laughs> oh, did I miss something? Am I, am I, what am I missing there, Dickens? I don't, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's very possible. I have not listened to the station at all today. Maybe Chuck Hines and Jamie Lint came out and were very, you know, maybe they burned Raider Red in effigy in the morning. I don't know. Um, but uh, sh- surely we haven't said anything the first 19 minutes of this show to warrant oh. a uh, uh, we hate tech football. I hate the way tech football is going to be feel this season. Yeah, the uh, that's that's for sure. I hate um, I hate the way that this season is gone. Yep. I hate the way that this season uh, outlook looks for the next four games. That's I'll own that. Happy to do that. Chuck Hines, 63rd birthday today. How about that? Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I can't imagine he was just a. Sour sack this morning. Uh, this in the chat line. Do you think running his mouth too much? Um, McGuire has lost the team serious question. So I'm going to assume that the running his mouth too much is just kind of added color. And the question is, has McGuire lost the team? Um, if, if, if I'm wrong and you're asking, has he lost the team because he ran his mouth? Let, let us know. I don't think he's lost the team. Yeah, I don't either. I don't. I mean, I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what the basis for that would be. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, you go out and get beat a couple times. I don't think it's like, oh, he's a lot. I mean, I don't think we're at, uh, have you, have you seen something that looks like Mark Adams level chaos? You know, go no, back to I December, mean, January. Have we seen that level of chaos? Have you seen reactions from kids that tell you he's lost the locker room? Did you see a lack of effort the other day? I just yeah, I'd have a hard time with anything that characterizes that. I mean, if you're just unless you're just wanting to find something. Like Saturday Saturday was a why bother game. It it's you, you turn the ball over five times, right? And for zero turnovers. Why talk about anything else? Why bother? Yeah. Save your right. Save it. Um, you've now lost uh, five games of your next eight. Like, what? Wh- I don't know, man. Like, the th- the worst part about Saturday was it makes the K State loss even more frustrating because I think that if you win that K State game, which you very easily could have, um, you were leading in the second half. You were favored to win that game. You were at home. The atmosphere was great. Then I think if this exact same game happens on Saturday the exact same way, you kind of shrug your shoulders and go, you know what? Hey, tough to win against anybody when you you turn the ball over five times and you can't execute a simple handoff because, you know, you're playing a a true freshman quarterback that, you know, began the season third string. Like, I think you kind of just – it sucks. No one's happy about it. But you maybe just kind of acknowledge that, hey, this – this wasn't our night, but it's, it came on yeah. the heels of a uh, you know a butt kicking at home to K State, and now the season is pretty lost. Yep, and uh, I mean you think about the those two fumbles, um, the the two fumbles. The rest were there was three two two fumbles, two interceptions, and then the punt return fumble. Was, right? Yeah, three interceptions, two fumbles. Ew. All right, I've got that wrong, man. Uh, but the uh, yeah, I mean you're the fourth and goal from the 
or excuse me, fourth and one from the three going in, you know, and that's the handoffs not executed. And then the very next snap was the, was the, uh, fumble return thing or whatever that thing was the touchdown over here and like that was i think two consecutive offensive snaps yeah yeah because we were driving down to tie to tie the game on our opening position a bunch of running plays you know right there and then and then screw up that mesh point thing and and it it looked like to me Taj was I mean had the to not only get the first down I think oh, it was he's like, gonna walk in yeah he's gonna walk in and so that that's that that fumble thing or whatever is bad enough and then the you know you get it back on your own end and turn it over again I mean it's just that's that's a lot to it's a lot to deal with and you talked about. Um, uh, yeah, true freshman quarterback and all those things. But then you then you put him in a chaotic environment. That place was noisy. It looked noisy. It sounded noisy. And and the the radio guys were talking about how noisy. I mean, like great environment. Yeah, like very complimentary of it. Like you know that that's uh, that's good stuff for them. It's uh, and you know like that that place that place will walk into this conference in a way that that we're gonna go. There's a team not to like. I mean, and we may get some of that next year with with the four borders, the corner uh, four corners. Well, I think with like the headbutting and the yeah. accusations of spit, when right. there is none visible on the broadcast, I think it makes it very easy to, to like them. Right. We, it, yeah, and that can be hate across the sidelines, and it can be fan to fan. More tech talk next. <clears throat> podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. Thank you for making us a part of your Monday with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We'd love to hear what you have to say today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. You can also access that through the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Uh, this from Raiders Dad. Boots on the ground perspective. We have a report from Provo. One, Caucasians everywhere. Uh, two, the next the next BYU fan to tell me thanks for coming is getting decked. Three, Cougar Tail with bacon on top is legit. Four, free ice cream to visitors also very good. Oh. It was fancy, not some off-brand. Uh, five, aside from two long completions, it felt like Jake Strong was 0 for 50. Caucasians everywhere. <laughs> it looks like he sent a picture of the ice cream, mm-hmm. and it came with a lid. Yeah. Like, it was a, a pretty decent-sized kind of paper bowl deal with a mm-hmm. lid. So I I, um, I walked back my statement from Friday where I would not accept the ice cream because I thought it might have been like cones or something. But it seems like you'd be able to tell if it was tampered with based on the photos that Raiders dad sent. It was like half melted and it was like, you know, giving it to you with it seeping over the side already. It Mm -hmm. was nasty. Years and years ago, I was told that uh, BYU is like an on-campus dairy. 
And so that may have been what that, that looks yeah. accurate. Good. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, someone says, closet Rangers fan watching with two good buddies who are Astros fans. I really just want a good game. I mean, I'm sure that there are some Astros fans uh, that are just like, you know, going to be just devastated uh, if they lose this game tonight. But you've had two World Series championships in the last six years. You've gone to, what, six of these things in a row, seven of these things in a row. Uh, the ALCS, you've played in the World Series like two other times. I mean, you've had it pretty good, right? Yep. Oh, so. yeah. Shoot, yeah. I, I, uh, you, you talk about playing in Game 7s uh, the, or in ALCSs. The, uh, the 2019 World Series that your uh, team, America's team. Oh, it's everyone's yeah, sure. team. Yeah, the uh, Astros lost Game uh-uh. 7. Actually, 2019 in that ballpark, uh, Max Scherzer on the mound for the visiting uh, Washington Nationals. Yeah, that again, where is, the home team didn't win a single game. Yeah, in this series. Yeah, history uh, trying to repeat itself here. We we shall see here in about uh, four hours. This in the chat line. I certainly think Jake Strong would have played a lot better if he hadn't had to pick up the snap off the turf ninety percent of the time. The whole line is nowhere near what it was hyped up to be. Yeah. I I'm glad that you brought that up because that was one of the most infuriating things from Saturday. The, like h- how? Because and you just—I didn't know this. You were you listened to that most of the game. More radio than TV. Yep. The snaps were terrible, just ab- abysmal. And and McGuire said after the game that Rusty Stance was dealing with some kind of injury. I, I don't I don't know the particulars of that. Obviously, you know, if it affected him, it affected him. But like that's a pretty significant component of what you're doing. And when you've got a, a brand new quarterback back there who's barely played, the last thing that you need yeah. is for him to be picking the ball up off the ground, right? Um, and then and then trying to get his eyes right, right? I mean, it was just infuriate. Like when when you've got someone like Jake Strong in the game, okay, true freshman, uh, lightly recruited. You like his potential. You like what he brings to the team, but young, inexperienced. Right, doesn't have like plus athleticism to kind of help bail him out of situations. Everyone else got to play better, man. Yep. Everybody else has, has to play better. Yep. And he made plenty of mistakes, but like you're not giving him a chance with these snaps, man. You're just not giving him a chance. And then, you know, you're, you're not forcing any turnovers. You're not scoring on special teams. You're waiting for a receiver, any receiver. Please make one play. Um. Yeah. It's just like what. God, you're right. Yeah, the line is not anywhere what it was hyped to be. I agree. It was it was supposed to be the most improved unit on the team. Not close. Pretty good in the run game. I uh, yeah, and one thing you can't do this week is grab about not running it enough. The the, the running back thirty one for one hundred five. I liked yeah, and I thought how the game was called. I, yeah, I agree. And and the uh, but I'm saying if you're the in the run the ball camp. Okay, you got your wish. Yeah. But if you're playing this Texas Tech team with Jake Strong under center, aren't you going, hey, 28 ain't beating us. Whatever. Eight in the bot. How many? Because you look around the receiver deal and you go, we'll let, we'll let one of those guys beat us. So pick pick, pick one. Mean, pick that there, operation. There is no reason for TCU, yeah. Kansas, UCF, or Texas to dedicate more than one person to any of those receivers. Right. 
like they haven't easily like for as much as as the old line has been dunked on by folks on the chat line here in the studio whatever this season warranted no position on offense has been more disappointing across the board than receivers bradley was a preseason all big 12 player that's a joke it's just a joke um you know i'm sure he's trying hard i guess um, I'm sure they're all trying hard. Uh, I'm not questioning toughness or effort, but man, make a play, somebody, please. Yeah, I, I agree. And and uh, I mean, we're still at that point that uh, you know we did have the one explosive play to Xavier White, but I mean, you know, I, if if I was, I mean, my biggest concern after watching that operation the other day. Is and I don't know enough about that true freshman group that hasn't. You know, we've seen some of those linebackers creep in and and because deliver. of necessity, yeah, yeah. And, and Dingle's already hurt, and you know, some of that. And John Curry's getting some run here, and some other guys. But you know that that group is funneled in in a way that you go, okay, there's some, you know, we're, we've learned their names. This receiver group, because you know, like. Is there really nobody nobody in that young receiver group that can push for to mix in here? Because typically when you see a receiver group, like a list of receivers, I'm pointing my finger at the stat sheet. I know you can't see this, listeners. But, um, you know, it's, it's pretty common that eight or nine guys are going to have catches. Somebody at the top of the list and somebody down here, one catch for four yards, fine. But, you know, like, uh, you know, the, the – if if we have a younger, more explosive guy in there, go ahead and give him some run. I don't want to burn his red shirt. Well, but now you can. That, that's exactly it. We're getting to the point now where you're at three Four and five. Four games left. Yeah, and you go, hey, we can go ahead and put these dudes on the field across the board because you're also one loss away from being just back against the wall that you go, hey, our focus right now is, you know, we, we dignify 2023 but with, with real competition and all that because that's what you do. But – you also start start turning an eye toward next year's group. I'm just I'm I, I you know I'm I'm mildly concerned by the idea that whoever the backup center is, and I I can look at his name. I know who that person is. But like when Rusty Stats is skipping snaps back there, and he is beat up, which I accept all of that. Like is beat up, bouncing snaps back to the you know shin burners time after time after time after time, is the backup so far behind rusty stats that we can't just go hey rusty come over here yeah mcguire said after the game that uh had they had they scored on their second last possession or something like that that they they were going to flip it but they didn't want to change that mid drive yeah is what he said makes sense but i agree with you it's like it's a fairly important part of the operation yeah, especially especially with the guy that right. you know, damn that dude. Well, and and like, sorry, yeah, no, that's right. more tech talk next. Come back to that. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T ninety seven three and Double T ninety with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6.30. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at DoubleT973.com. Um, this on the chat line. 
why did they not get a better offensive line? Well, I mean, they tried, right, with uh, what Cole Spencer and Rusty Stats. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Spencer's been injured. Uh, he was injured last year. Stats, I guess, is injured now. I don't know to what extent. It, it apparently impacted his ability to snap the football on Saturday. His snaps have been, um, I think, inconsistent this season. Um you know, they they haven't been game changers for you. I'm sure that you have worse options. Um, I'm sh- I'm sure they're two of your better options, but the fact is you don't have better options. And you know the and people don't like to hear this. Um, and it's this is not why you're losing because they could play better. Um, but you know you, you're not going to be wanting to play first and second year offensive offensive linemen. Generally, like unless you sign some five star, right? That's just built like a brick bleep house, <laughs> and you know, lake ready as Tadlock would yeah. say. You know, those guys need time to develop, and so you know, most of the guys that you're playing on the O line, outside of the transfers that that McGuire brought in, are players that were recruited under Matt Wells, and this shouldn't be break news to anybody. Matt Wells was a terrible high school recruiter. Just god awful. Um, the, I'm sure they had a plan. Their plan was primarily to lean on transfer portal. Um, they brought in some good portal players, uh, you know. And who knows what the old line would look under them now if, if they were still here? Thank goodness they're not. But you know, you, you signed six high school offensive linemen under him, and uh, I think most of those guys aren't here anymore. So you don't have some kind of big expansive bullpen to to draw from. And so when when Spencer and Stats aren't kind of don't come in as advertised, or they're hurt or you know, whatever, then you know you're looking at a pretty bad hand. Yeah, there's probably the, the that's not to say that their backups can't play, but it's to say that their backups are second year guys that may be not ready, much as we might say about Jake Strong, like that that we can't look at, you know, that it just wouldn't be. You, they're just not ready. They're just not ready to step in at this level, and certainly not, um, you know, in, a, in an environment like that, and be be a bigger part of the solution. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean that that is a problem. That the the, the snap thing bothers me to hear that because I had heard, you know, just from what I was able to get on the the broadcast, but I've also just in the little snippets I've gotten on the radio today, and you know, hear that. Uh, I mean, here on this station, um, you know, just like that's aggravating to hear about. It is because it's, it's like th- that's one of the f- what's one of those things where you don't have to be a football savant, right? You, you don't ha- like sometimes you just don't make the play. The ball's overthrown, or the other guy makes a good play and beats you, or you know, you slip and fall, or it, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. It's a game, but this there there's nobody like pushing you trying to tackle i mean right. it's a snap i would it's think one of those the, things where you shouldn't it's a it's a free throw man that, that, that's a great way to say it's I was a free say, throw that ought to be the kind of thing that he can do in his sleep i mean look, could literally walk over there and blindfold it and snap it and hit a guy in the chest just because he's done it how many thousands of times in practices and everything else and if he's injured then yeah i mean make a change um you know or, or, or i mean hell but if he's injured to the point where his snaps are low, 
wouldn't that make him a far less effective? I don't know. Anyway, uh, and inc- uh, incredibly frustrating. And and you know th- this is the this is the old athlete in me saying this, and so it's it may not work like this. Um, I can remember different ex- instances of you know, but old player to old player, a senior might be able to walk over to a senior and go, "Hey, get the bleeping snaps up," and like snap a little attention into him. You know, like a senior quarterback to go, hey, that's five. You know, knock it off, concentrate, whatever. You know, however, whatever you got to do, right. give him a hug or whatever. The true freshman quarterback's not running mm-hmm. over there and getting in the fifth-year senior's face and going, hey, fix it. You know, or however that would go down. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, because that that sort of thing will happen when you've got when you've got you know an an older guy or somebody that's got some more. Uh, time in the deal, but freshmen don't. It's it's a rare freshman that runs over to a fifth year senior and barks at him. Pick the sport, sure, you know, because you'd get the whole hey, freshman, sit down, you know. And, and so Jake Strong's not that guy. Tyler Shuck might be that guy. And I'm again, I don't think that the old line has been just god awful. No, no, right. No, I don't either. Um, but the 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 problem is that you know when you're dealing with backup quarterbacks. Especially a true freshman, especially on the road, everyone else needs to play better right. to cover for it. Right? You got to you got to protect your your quarterback and 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 make a play. And no one did that really. I mean, I thought Taj played well. Um, you know, you could say some nice things about you know Miles had a couple of good returns, although they were you know brought back due to penalty. Uh, Xavier White had that long touchdown on the busted coverage. I mean, there there are individual kind of you know, small bright spots, but in terms of overall units elevating their play to kind of help pick up your offense because you're playing with a third quarterback didn't happen. And, you know, now you're three and five. Uh, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Um, somebody says, I think Kitley and Hamby need to be gone. This game just pisses me off. I don't like hearing uh, McGuire say in his post-game chat that they did good things. Yeah, I mean... But I think like the defense, I thought played okay considering you turned the ball over five times. Um, you know, I, again, I I I liked what you kind of wanted to do on offense. Um, I don't know how much control you have as a coach over you know a, a quarterback running back exchange fumbling. You know, that's um. So, uh, Steven says this. Uh, can blame the quarterback for interceptions, but not for many low snaps. What's up with that? Yeah, I agree. I think we've covered that, but I agree. Steven sent that in about 30 minutes ago. Um, we need to put bubble wrap on Will Hammonds when he arrives so he won't get hurt, and maybe we can win some games. Um, somebody else says this. Why don't we get a bigger offensive line? I feel like we kind of covered that. I think you have players that you feel good about on the way in the pipeline. Maybe you start to see them show up next year once they're third-year players. Um, or, or you know, advanced second-year players, but again, you just—that's that's the one position yeah, that D line where you got to just yeah, hard to speed those guys up. Yeah, no microwave solution. You can't quad wean it. More tech talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. We're joining you today from the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studio here with you until 630. Would love to hear what is on your mind today. 
on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at doubletea973.com. We did get this on the chat line, and keep in mind, real quick, we're about 30 minutes or so behind on texts. Uh, we will get to as many of them as we can throughout the day. So if you send something in and we don't talk about it right away, we're just kind of working through the backfill. I promise you um, we will uh, be very text-heavy today. So don't lose uh, don't lose faith. Uh, this, someone says, at least it's official. We are an Adidas school now. Yeah, um, although that wouldn't kick in until next summer. And it's probably right. not official, official, but yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's official in that the deal has been signed. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, th- there has been no official announcement by Texas Tech in terms of a press release or um, an announcement posted on its website. Um, there have been uh, several, I mean, more than several, a lot of retweets of the Adidas Twitter account of Patrick Mahomes's um, social media account where they, Adidas and Pat Mahomes, essentially announced that you know tech would be signing with adidas uh or you know they, they had a deal or whatever um so and we talked about this a bit before this segment started during a break to me that says one of two things i think i think and i think one is more likely than the other it either means that a tech isn't going to um say anything publicly in terms of a press release or a a, a you know store on its website um, out of kind of respect for Under Armour and, you know, their 10-plus years as a valued partner. Mm-hmm. Um, that's possible. I think it's unlikely but possible. Or B, and I think this is the more likely option, there is some sort of language in their current deal with Under Armour, which, as you noted, does not expire until July of 2024, that prohibits Texas Tech from, um, you know, supporting or uh, advertising or promoting another competing brand, in this case, Adidas. And so that's why my interpretation that's why they've been limited to some some social media retweets is all right yeah you you make a great point with that that pat can talk about it others can talk about it we won't talk about it and and i think you you, it's also right on point that this isn't a double rod situation with under armor or we don't like the product or da 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 i think it's been a very good relationship i think this is all about patrick mahomes and and capitalizing on that relationship and uh you know so that there's no reason to uh, be antagonistic or we'll see you know we'll let our lawyers we'll see you the, in hell right or we'll see you at the fifth circuit court or whatever else yeah. this is this is not that but i i am curious to know how, how soon uh, and maybe the answer is next summer but how soon uh you know adidas shirts with double t's on them can start being sold you know, and I don't know the answer to that, and it's fine. But that, at, at the retail level, in other words, could a Cardinal Sports Center or somebody start selling that stuff soon, or is that the kind of thing that nope, it's all July first, twenty twenty four? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I uh, I think that we will see details of the deal come out sooner than later, um, because presumably, you know, there is some kind of agreement that has been signed. Between those, you know, between Texas Tech and and uh, and Adidas, and so if, if that's the case, and that's you know available via an open records request, and I know that I sent one in, I'm sure a lot of other folks have done the same thing, and I think it'll be interesting to find out, well, to see if those are um, fulfilled 
at the kind of normal pace in that, okay, we have 10 business days or whatever it is to fulfill these requests. And so we're going to fulfill them after 10 business days. Or if they get them out there pretty quick, which sometimes is the case for news that they're, you know, excited about sharing. Uh, let's see this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line from Paolo. Uh, with the season looking more lost, would you guys think Taj Brooks' uh, role would become smaller in preparation for him going to the next level potentially? Oh, I mean, I don't know why that would be the case. Uh, uh, that would, I'd be surprised. I would think that, that Taj yeah. Brooks is the kind of prospect from an NFL standpoint that would hurt his stock more than help it by mm. sitting out yeah, at least the next four games. If there's a bowl game, you know, by, by some miracle, maybe a different conversation. Um, but he's not, you know, rocketing as good as he is. I mean, right. he's, he's your best sure. offensive player. Um, but he's not skyrocketing up draft boards. Especially not at that position. Like it would make sense that the best thing he could do is go be productive in games yeah. and continue to stay on this role. And that doesn't, you know, as a, my understanding is that he's healthy and all that, and that we're not suggesting that he play through a partially torn ACL or whatever, so that we can, you know, you know win get a five win over UCLA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that the, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I'm, I'm like you. I, I think one of the best things he's got going for him is competitiveness and just, you know, the the toughness and all that, and and letting that play out is probably a good thing that that scouts can see on film rather than go, well, he gave him, gave him six good healthy games and then shut it down. Uh, this in the channel line, eighty. Shirley McGuire was seeing something spectacular in his O line late spring or so. I was sold on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, I think that you can uh, be disappointed in this season and also acknowledge that there were some headwinds that um, you could not have predicted, namely quarterback injuries that um, affected probably not, you know, whether or not you won the Big Twelve or not, but certainly about your bowl game status and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I'm certainly not going to be paying any attention. Or put really any stock in any kind of preseason proclamations going into the next year. I mean, I think because like this year's team would beat last year's team by 14 points. Um, you know, the, the O line is the best unit on the team, improved, most improved unit on the team by far, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I, I don't, uh, I don't begrudge any coach for hyping up their team, um, and and maybe, maybe the team that he saw during spring practice and preseason camp, um, you know, we never saw it because of you know, injuries or something. I mean, again, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I don't think he's just like straight up lying, but you know, I think, I think we're done with that. Yeah. Uh, at least I am. This has been the tech talk podcast presented by Cantex roofing and construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at Double T 97.3.com.